0: This week on 2 Dynamite Dudes, Marcus and I talk my in-person experience of AEW in Pittsburgh. Plus, we talk the Forbidden Door being open on June 26th for New Japan Pro Wrestling. CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. Hook's Dynamite debut. Did Dan Lambert and Sammy Guevara have a double turn? Jake Cargill grabs her 30th win. And so, so much more this week on 2, 2 Who? Oh, it's 2 Dynamite Dudes on a Rampage. Yeah! Guess what? Two. Yeah, it's actually two this week. Two dynamite dudes on a rampage. This is Dominic D'Angelo, and of podcastheat.com, and of adfree shows kind of.com. And also of adfree com is my degenerate brother who decided to grace us with his fucking presence this week, Marcus D'Angelo. Marcus, welcome back.
1: Well, thanks, Dom. Uh, boy, oh boy, nice to be back. Nice to be back, Stephen Chambers. What's up, brother? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it feels like it's been been many moons since we did this, Dom.
0: Mm, I know we were on a great streak. I think we had like six going. Right? Was that six in a row?
1: Yes. Uh, John Howard. John Howard's like, what the fuck? Where you guys been? We've been doing <laughs> what the hell? Uh, where have we been, Dom? We were in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were both in Dallas um and then uh was like three weeks ago
0: no excuse no excuse there and then the week after uh we hit a snag like oh we'll uh we'll do it next week we'll do it next week and then after that we had a like friend commitment that we had to do and then we never were able to do it so i did it solo last week and uh the reception was great uh we trashed you a lot so that was always nice
1: oh that's good Mm -hmm. yeah you deserve it so Hey, man, I'm, I'm just glad we're back in it. Missed everybody. Missed chatting about wrestling. And boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, do we have some stuff to uh, discuss. We got a lot of stuff to
0: talk about. Lots of stuff. Especially, hey, you know what? Dynamite was in Pittsburgh this week, and guess who was there? This guy, you know, <laughs> being a journalist and what have you. <laughs> got to do the coverage. So, uh, yes, I was there. Uh, but first off, I think we'll talk about what the big announcement happened to be. Uh, Tony Khan's big announcement. Marcus, did you have any guesses beforehand what this may have been uh, before Tony Khan makes? And if so, if it was different, uh, what was your what was your estimation that was?
1: I I was between two. I assumed he was either going to announce some kind of a TV deal for uh, for ROH, or it was going to be the announcement of a streaming service. Um, yeah, which in my opinion. Would have been way premature. I think that, you know, it's important to continue to get over. And you and I discussed this and actually, weirdly, after you and I discussed it, Eric discussed it, I think it was on, it was either on 83 weeks or strictly business. I can't remember which I want to say it was actually 83 weeks. Uh, But uh, he discussed it, and he sort of had the same opinion. Where it's like, hey, we gotta we gotta continue kind of building the awareness of ROH before you think about opening up a streaming service with that library, because there's a very small percentage of humans across the United States that really actually know what it is. You have to like
0: kind of consider um, like ROH from a I guess an ardent fan standpoint, and I talked about this on another show that I was on with Stu Myrick, the the Horn down in Austin, Texas, and said about like. Um, ardent fans are aware of what ROH is and um, you know, if you're embedded into the fabric of all elite wrestling, uh, a lot of its origins come from Ring of Honor because you look at the All In show that took place in Chicago. A lot of that a lot of that talent there was ROH. And a lot of, of that talent, Yeah, and a lot of that talent featured at the top of the card for AEW, especially in the early stages was Ring of Honor folks, like from the Young Bucks to Cody to uh Kenny a bit to Man
1: Page. Problem. Yeah. Problem is, Dom. That it's just there. There just wasn't a what, big enough audience that knew that. You know, that would be like saying, like, well, everybody should know about FCW because that's that's where like John Cena came from before he came to. You know, that's what gave birth to John Cena, or Randy Orton, and or uh, whatever. You know, it, was it FCW or what was the? FCW, well,
0: OVW. OVW, like OVW. OVW, that's what I'm that thinking
1: was, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, no, not necessarily. It's it's like, I, I didn't know what OVW was when I was a casual fan, you know, but now I do, uh, now that I've paid attention to it for long enough. So, uh, yeah, that you know, it's, it, it's silliness to think that you could just start a streaming service and say, okay, here comes my return on investment. It's, it's going to take a while to build it um dominic nesha said that you did a good job without me i i didn't watch it but i doubt it oh thanks for not watching probably didn't thanks for the support marcus uh yeah you know i'm not sitting there just fucking around pal i got shit to do Hmm. you shit to do is uh maybe studying up on how you can better yourself by watching your older brother kick some ass on streaming You know that that sounded like you were about to segue into a sponsorship, and I was like, "Did we get sponsors? while Why?" <laughs> like, we here's didn't... what you could do better. You is... know what? I'm not against uh, making up sponsors until we actually okay. get them. Uh, hate that idea. Let's hammer on, Dom. <laughs> you said that you, you said that we we're on a limited time here. We are on a bit of a limited time because I have to cover Impact Rebellion. So, Dominic, today. you know our our loyal I'm not going to call them listeners. Our loyal fans, Dom, uh, have been waiting to hear from us. And you're just saying, hey, great to see everybody. Fuck off. Hey, we got we got very limited time.
0: Hey, no, they respect my job. <laughs> what I have to do, I'm going to be covering Impact Rebellion tonight. Nesha's aware of Impact Rebellion. She's going to be hey, knows it. And if she's not watching it, she can just read my coverage. Because that's what I'm doing.
1: But either uh, Stephen, way. Stephen Chambers agreed with me, Dom. He thought it was going to be a streaming service announcement. Uh, but he's good with this. The, the New Japan Super Show. Okada and Danielson, chef's kiss. Yes.
0: Well, so like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I was more, the the reports I heard initially was the New Japan deal. I think Meltzer maybe said something about it like earlier in the week or something like that. So I was kind of under that impression that that's probably what it was going to be. But yeah, I was kind of leaning towards uh, more of a, the streaming service because even and we talked about this weeks ago was that if they announce the streaming service deal, it's big news, it's big industry news, it's huge industry news. But from like, if you're watching a television product, it's not, big television product news you know for a fan to be like oh yeah hell yeah you know it'd be more so like hey this is going to be big for the industry and good for them because if they get like if uh AW gets like synced in with uh, HBO uh Max like that's big news like cuz it kind of puts some uh, little like with all the changes that they've had with the buyout i think um who bought out who bought out the time warner turn right, right now just recently marcus what was the what's the name of that company oh discovery. discovery thank you discovery uh yes so like th- it's not
1: Kevin but... davis what's up Hey, Go ahead, Dom.
0: <laughs> it's not that like uh like they're on troubled waters right now but it's just kind of just unknown like hey what's next you know yeah is- i
1: mean i don't you know a lot of people are like is, is it gonna survive yes. yes uh it's just a matter of where it's going to survive how it's going to survive but yeah i mean aew's not going anywhere Yes. Hey, we're doing
0: good, Kevin. Thanks for uh it was going it's going good today. I was busy today. Busy today.
1: Busy busy day. Oh
0: yeah. Um but to uh, the point of what the announcement is for Forbidden Door, like I think it's pretty cool. Like it's you know, you have to the thing is with the pandemic happening, New Japan's kind of took a back seat, you know, in the pro wrestling world it seemed, and when they were freaking hot. Plus you add in the factors that okay, they lost like Kenny Omega, Tanahashi's kind of been on the table of like being hurt and stuff like that. And kind of, you know, they, you know, he's getting up there and all that stuff. And, you know, Okada's still there and everything like that. But they were, they've been really trying to find their footing recently. And so they kind of got to get back into the relevance of things in a lot of ways. And so um, we've gotten little teasers with Minoru Suzuki coming in and Ishii this past week here. And uh, we had Dude Yuji Nagata a while back and all that kind of thing. But it's like, yeah, you got to kind of, it's almost, in a way, like another ROH kind of brand where you have to familiarize your big viewership that you want to rope in to who what New
1: Japan is a little bit more, you know, and familiarize the stars with them. What's Kevin up? Kevin is like, I'm sorry, I disrespect you. No, just, oh, I, no, I, I no. don't recall seeing any disrespect, Kevin. We're good, we're cool, yeah, man. We're
0: good, brother. We're we good, love man. You, Kevin. We heck like it. Yeah. You just you like, like when you pop in. You're
1: like you're like our favorite net relative, right? The one that just like pops in. It's just like, What's up, everybody? All right, see you next time. Yeah, that's you know, so yeah, do your thing, Kevin. You're the man. Heck yeah, heck yeah, brother.
0: So, but with uh yeah ultimately like this is going to be a lot of fun to see these kind of matches in this um you know anytime you do a, like a cross promotion thing and if you especially if you're a hardcore art and fan it's going to be good stuff like it's kind of exciting to to see these brands come together and like maybe the presentation will be different commentary may be different something something different that will make this stand out in a lot of ways and it's happening in on june 26th in chicago um Marcus, I, I know you're not super very familiar with New Japan, but you're, it's on your radar. So um, kind of just from your perspective, how, how does this feel? Does this feel like it could something to deliver? How do you rope in more like of a of a bigger fan base? Um, and is it a big deal that even if it's just like uh, a big focus for hardcore fans, is that a big deal either way? Like, to, Like, is that... Is that an issue? I mean,
1: or what? How you I would that? i would say that it's a big deal in that it's uh, they are anytime you can cross promote with a brand that's as established, regardless of whether it's in America or wherever, a brand that's as established as New Japan is, uh, that's a good thing. Anytime that you can kind of like hit your wagon there, I would say that it's not a good thing, and this is really the only way that it's not a good thing, and it's in that, um. So we've got this stacked roster, and then we're saying, "Hey, let's bring in uh, ROH. We just bought ROH, so now we've got our full access to all those people." And then it's like, "Hey, let's partner up with New Japan." And so it's like, "Hey, that's awesome. Where am I? Where and when am I consuming all this?" Like, I, I, I have time to watch Dynamite. Me personally, uh, I'll usually watch uh, Monday Night Raw while I'm working, and that's it um so it's like hey that's great that you're providing people with more options are people going to consume all these other options i don't know well i mean this is just a standalone show here though yeah. As, so doesn't it doesn't kind of point to more of a sustained partnership
0: yeah i think it does like in the grand scheme of
1: things like eventually like you know you might have some crossover or like uh once i mean everything... i mean look sorry to interrupt if, if they stick with pay-per-views then then fan fantastic but like i feel like too for the layman uh, for the fan that's not as familiar with new japan such as myself uh that you're gonna have to get some of these uh these you know big name players from new japan on tv um and that being the case we are now consuming more tv time with well we already saying. have a, a packed roster right mm-hmm. i see what you're saying yeah no it does make sense you know um
0: and, like, there's, again, there's a very, like, everything is pretty jam-packed and fast-paced on Dynamite as it is right now. So it's, like, to, to incorporate more into that it provides a little bit of a, a challenge, if you will. And so, um, yeah, that's something very much to consider. Uh, and, like, it's June 26th, so there's time to build to it. So you do have time. You can kind of, if you kind of focus on a game plan and make something lay out something you could at least do like profiles of some of these guys week in and week out to familiarize some folks with uh hey who's this um who's this okada fellow let's hear a little bit more about him you know yeah i mean
1: you know uh it's Mm -hmm. not not everybody is is diehard enough to know who okada is right um so yeah it's uh i i think that you you have to present them on tv and again you know we're just consuming more of those quarter hours pal exactly exactly uh, so. Nesha tries to watch everything Dom so does Stephen Chambers um that's I mean it's a lot there's there's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan you know everybody says that you know like the 90s Monday Night Wars the golden age and it probably was as far as content is concerned but as and excitement
0: far as, and excitement I would yeah say.
1: well you know I say content what I really mean is uh, storyline you know content of the shows as far as overall content consumable content wrestling that you can watch um this is the golden age this is it we're we're getting we have as uh, imagine you know us having access to every single territory back in the day. That's what this is basically. You yeah. can if you if you want it bad enough, you can watch wrestling from anywhere. It, it basically any day too. Yep.
0: Like tonight it, Rebellions tonight. Uh, tomorrow they got uh, Baron Black's running his Battle Slam Vendetta show. I mean that's not streaming, but it's it's happening in Atlanta, and so um. But there's wrestling to be watched and consumed. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I guess I'll, uh, this leads me into what, uh, people, I don't know how familiar I introduced you to this video before we went on here, Marcus. Oh and, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find the little, did I make the little ticker for this one? I thought I did. Maybe it didn't kick in either way. Uh, there's been an individual on social media. Uh, he made a little video about, uh he's a uh, contributor to the forbes blog i believe but he uh, made a little video saying that it was just, it's a kind of a strange take is that um you know this is only appealing to the male hardcore fan base is this new japan show and everything like that and like i don't know uh from a perspective there's women wrestling fans but isn't like overall, the overall encompassing vibe of wrestling in general for years? I mean, sure, there's women's fans, but like a lot of you're going to just you just typically in general, see a lot of dudes at wrestling shows. What's,
1: what's been the demographic since, you know, the, the Monday Night Wars? Um, it's 18 to 45 year old males. um that's that's the demo now that being said uh i have i am seeing and this is great we're seeing much more many more uh women's wrestling fans or female wrestling fans uh showing up at events so i i don't really see the point in in that statement you know he's saying uh, i i caught where this guy was saying that uh that well, New Japan doesn't even have a women's roster, so clearly this is just going to be all dudes. And it's like, yes, yeah, maybe not. Like, you know, how often have we seen intergender matches now? It's it's kind of a staple in today's wrestling. So, well,
0: not even that, Marcus. But I mean, like, there could be the thing. I mean, look at how AEW's women division started with a lot of Joshi wrestlers and stuff like that coming in. So, I mean, like, you could have that stuff on the card, and it doesn't. I don't know, in even. I don't think this appeals – like, it just appeals to a, a hardcore wrestling fan. I don't I mean, think look, it,
1: it, like – if, if there's a pay-per-view happening, I can't picture Britt Baker not being there. I can't picture Thunder Rosa not being there in some capacity. And, like, it, it, maybe we can just have two AEW wrestlers wrestle each other. Is that a huge issue? Let's let's get Bull Nakano out of uh, retirement, Dom. Love Bull Nakano. Man
0: let's get i mean there's plenty of like joshi wrestlers too you could incorporate in there as well and like like asha khan she started working with the aw i think really at the beginning a lot of the ways and like yeah it's just like hey uh it's it's just a weird thing to kind of label it as uh Okay, this is strictly for the hardcore male fans, and that's what's going to appeal to them. It's just
1: Hey N- Hey Nesha, as a female, um you're you're saying you're 42, you've always been a weird gal and have always watched wrestling. It's not weird, it's awesome. Yeah. Um how do you feel about this pay per view? Are you she are you no, she said in the comments earlier
0: she's like doesn't she hasn't watched New Japan in years, but is excited for the uh excited for the show. Yeah, so, well that's well that's awesome. And, the
1: uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I, I think it's it's kind of a it's kind of a silly take. It is a silly take. Uh he got a lot of he got a lot of
0: flack on there <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> say that okay but let's uh let's get to so what exactly went down a little bit more on dynamite here oh let's talk uh, dynamite yes I was there uh the crowd was pretty into the, a lot of the stuff and uh, they had some uh, pleasant surprises on dark and dark well I think it was elevation that they I gotta they were, handle a cat situation on beer. was that the cat or the baby I didn't know which one it was what's that i heard a cry in the back and i was yeah that that was mon okay that wow that was mon okay jeez make plenty of noise marcus that's fine um but yes so i was there in the uh dark is going to be a treat this coming week uh dark elevation and stuff because um you had minoro suzuki on the program you had um uh what's the guy's name uh I don't want to say it badly. Takashita, Takashita, I don't know. He wrestled on there. Um, oh gosh, there was somebody else that was pretty of note on there too. Oh, Penta, and fought in the main event against. Shoot, somebody. It was a it was a pretty notable match. Um, James, what's up? Hey, brother. So yeah, uh, but that was a nice little treat. But then uh, Dynamite was great, man. Uh, you know, you know me, Marcus. Big, huge. Dustin Rhodes guy. Uh, big huge, huge Dustin Rhodes guy. Big huge Dustin Rhodes guy. Big huge CM Punk guy. So them firing off dynamite with CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes uh, in Pittsburgh was awesome. Like, Did you
1: see the side by side videos that were posted afterwards yes, of Bret Hart versus Dustin Rhodes?
0: Uh huh. I was going to uh-huh, talk about that. And yes. So
1: why don't you explain that to those who maybe didn't see it?
0: So yes, if you guys didn't see this on social media, uh, the account. I cannot remember the name offhand. Jose something, I believe, or something with Lucha or something. But either way, he made a little video clip um, that uh, had, like, uh, some of the CM Punk and Dustin Rhodes match, uh, making callbacks to when Bret Hart fought Dustin Rhodes. And also to, um, what's the other? Oh, to to the finish, the classic finish between uh, Davey Boy and Bret, right? With... Uh, when yep. did that happen? At? That wasn't at Wimbledon. That was another match, right? I don't I don't know. Okay. Either way, it was a classic, like, kind of moment of how Brett pinned uh, Davey Boy Smith. And all that was in the Dustin Rhodes and CM Punk match. Uh, a lot of that stuff. A lot of callbacks, a lot of homages. Heck, CM Punk was wearing pink and black. Um, I'm curious, like, if I get a chance to ask Punk a question again in the media scrum, I think that's what I'm going to go with, is talking about, I want to get give me details about this match in specific of like what what him and Dustin were going through. Cause even Dustin said on um uh, on social media that it means that like they they put a lot of thought into this basically. And uh so I kinda wanna know the, the ins and
1: outs of it if if you will. Yeah it would be interesting to hear the inside perspective on what they discussed and if they went back and maybe watched that match between Dustin and Brett to, to yeah. kind of pick up pointers. Yeah, hey, James Espanto is back in here. Good to see you, brother. That's who I just said hi to, motherfucker. Oh,
0: well, I'm just used to his <laughs> full name. I'm not used to just James.
1: <laughs> uh, James, thanks for the plug on the social media, yes, dude. thank you,
0: thank you. Um, so, where was I going with this? Oh, Marcus, from a uh, viewer perspective from television, how did how how did this match come off for you? It
1: was great. It was great. You know, you've got two two performers who, I mean, I think you could argue that Dustin Rhodes is at the top of his game. Um and CM CM Punk hasn't lost a step so I mean anytime you get two performers with that kind of ability in the ring I mean come on and you know plus you know this this whole like Bret Hart callback thing um it kind of just proves like these guys aren't just back there like yeah yeah we'll figure I'll call it in the ring we'll figure it out like that old school kind of mentality they're they're back there thinking about it um giving it some very serious thought and wanting to put on the best possible match they possibly they can together and they did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, told a great story and stuff like that, and like you know, it's like it's kind of neat just you know two baby faces at the end, just like embracing and celebrating in the ring, and you know it's a good way to kick off the show. I thought. Oh, and this in the stare down, Dom. Oh, in the stare oh, down. Yes. Oh yes. Oh boy. Um, if you're uh, booking this out, Marcus, how how would you make? It? Is this is this what we're seeing at um, Double or Nothing? Going to be Punk and Page? I mean, I, I think that's what it's going to be, right?
1: Um yeah probably um so you can kind of go one way or the other when it comes to this uh as far as like how i th- how i see it playing out so as as i've discussed on here um he's he's kind of uh, him being he being uh hangman page he's kind of one of those champions pronouns, where it's pal. just uh pronouns damn it uh one of those uh one of those champions that's just very nondescript right where it's like kind of no huge like super pull you in type storyline like a lot of the storyline as i've discussed here before is is kind of like reserved for for other members of the roster all the really juicy storylines so it's it hasn't really been that interesting i think he's an awesome performer in every single way but it just hasn't been interesting having him as champion so you could look at it that cm punk is going to put him over to further cement him as the guy you could also look at it as okay, it hasn't been working with Adam Page. Maybe maybe some of the people who are advertising on the program have asked, Hey, when is you know, when is CM Punk gonna be the flag bearer of the company? I don't know if that's a thing that happens, but I would think that if I was going to be advertising on the program, I'd be like, Okay, who's who's their who's their top draw? And that guy's not wearing the belt. So it's something to think about for sure um so yeah you could you kind of go one way or the other on this one you could
0: also see is that cm punk is wanting to really do that is like you know he's kind of he knows that's kind of why he's here is to put new guys over get get guys over and uh so him going up against hangman page and like hey let's let's really elevate him you know to the next level here and you know if you tie him up into a, a a good story with cm punk who is an expert at telling stories, you know, not just on the mic, but in the ring, as we saw with Dustin, then heck, man, uh, you're hopefully putting Hangman Page in in a good position too, because you've been saying this, you know, for since Hangman's basically been champion is like, you know, he's kind of been, He's been there, but you almost don't think about him. It's, right. When yeah. he comes out,
1: I'm like, oh, yeah, I love Hangman Page. But when I don't see him, I'm not I'm not waiting for him to come out. And that's a problem. Dom, Stephen Chambers is calling it new champ, punk. Okay. Uh, he's, that's not, what, he's not digging Hangman.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what John Howard says, too, is uh, CM Punk wins, then finishes the feud with MJF,
1: where MJF wins the title. Yeah. Um, I, I think that no matter how you slice it, you know MJF is either next up to win that title or the the next one after to win the title. I was saying that he should be next up, but I think that John Howard makes a good point. You know, if uh, if if CM Punk if they do decide, okay, we you know we've had an the Hangman Page experiment is over. Let's put the belt on Punk. Um, then obviously, you know, he's got to have a strong heel to come up against. He's had a lot of chemistry with MJF. They kind of continue that storyline. MJF beat him twice in one night. You know, so here's the thing.
0: I don't think I don't think the 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 things up with Paige. I think I think they're going to ride him like and, and work it out, like especially. And I think pairing him with Punk is going to is the big is going to do that. Like is that's their good, that's their big play with this. And so um, to I it's going to be extremely key because like, yeah, CM Punk's been in the forefront on AEW. You know, with the feud with MJF and stuff like that. And now, so hey, it's time to get the world champion in that. So who better to pair him with than CM Punk? Who better to put him over than CM Punk? And, you know, if CM Punk even loses, it's not like it's going to hurt CM Punk. It will only help Hangman Page. So, I agree. So there you go. I think, I don't think they're going to, you know, I don't think this is going to be a transition where, like, hey, we're bailing on Hangman. They we're, were just put the belt on Punk. I think it's
1: more. I- I think if I was running the company, I'd probably say, okay, this is going to be our final shot with Hangman Page. Like, let's see if we can get him in a strong storyline and help him to get over more as champion. Uh, Dominic Nesha can't wait for Dan Housen versus Hunk. No hook. <laughs> um, Maybe, th- I bet that was intentional, Nesha. Was that intentional? Of course. No, she corrected herself below. Um, it fucking, fucking, what's that called? Auto Autocorrect. Um, but in any case, Dominic, Um Hilariously, you can hear that JR is not a fan of this situation.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't hear because I wasn't there. I wasn't in front of my television.
1: He didn't say anything overt by any means. Uh, just like context clues, I'm like, I don't think, I don't think, you know, he's. So JR is very much of the Bill Watts school of pro wrestling. I'm like, uh, how would Bill Watts feel about Danhausen? He'd love him, right? <laughs> uh, he would, yeah, not on
0: his television, no, <laughs> no,
1: no. He wouldn't. Uh, so uh, JR tends to lay out when Dan Housen comes around. Pay attention next time, folks. Whenever uh, Dan, in a, Dan Housen is out there, JR is just like, it's very just, weird because. If I open my mouth, I'm going to say something hideous. So I'm just not going to say anything. It's
0: very weird that, cause, well, like in a way, because, uh, you know, I don't really listen too much to him but Cornette was a big Danhausen fan i don't know how he feels about him now that he's in AEW. but
1: i remember Cornette saying he likes Danhausen, but probably because he hasn't seen him wrestle he's like i've only seen his his uh his promos so i like him he's funny but if i see him wrestle he might get heat with me <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it looks like we're going to be
0: seeing that here pretty soon because um you know at on dynamite hook spoke and he was like, he, you got my attention," and that—that's because he had his free lays with him, so crushing the chips.
1: Um, feels like, uh, feels like he, some strange booking, dumb. There's chips little, involved.
0: The chips. I mean, Hook likes chips, though. He's been eating chips and Fritos and Cheetos and all that. I stuff. shouldn't know that
1: about Hook. <laughs> <laughs> There's no but reason for me to. Know he that just about does it.
0: that in the background, though. Even before he was really promoted as fighting, uh, but. Um, Heck, I thought it uh, Hook's dynamite debut was a lot of fun. The guy's over, <laughs> he's yeah. over. So, I mean, um, I love his work. I'm curious of what the, how they're gonna what they're gonna go about it because yeah, it's such a contrast of things. Like I thought it was just gonna be a side kind of um, story with Hook, but this is like okay, he's in a kind of a feud with Danhausen
1: now. So I like um, Hook doing like judo throws and stuff. Hook is interesting because I think that down the road here um you know eventually at least to me it should be that like okay hook is super over um i wonder what what it would look like if he got in the ring with cm punk how would that turn i out? think
0: that's gonna yeah that's gonna yeah. happen at some point here you
1: know? so so interesting stuff going on yeah. um but yeah it's it's uh steven good call kudos to W not rushing hook exactly yeah. Um, you know, if, if you shoot him to the main event right now, it's, that's a problem. Not only is he too young, but again, you want to, you want to kind of do a slow build. You want to build anticipation where everybody's like, like I just said, like, when is hook going to wrestle CM Punk? Yeah. Um, when, when are we going to see him against Daniel Bryan, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, you know, the list goes on and on, you know, how would, he, how would he do against Wardlow? Who's also kind of red, hot, red hot. So, yes. uh, kind of, it's, it's fun to think of the possibilities, but leave him one more pal. Yeah, I'll even want more. Um, yes, uh, we're, I'm
0: running out of time personally, so I have to. We gotta kind of rush through a few things. But let's. Uh, what do I wow, want to talk?
1: Dumb. about? Dumb. Uh, quick question: How long have you hated everybody in this chat? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm vicariously living my hatred through you because um, you're just an asshole.
1: Don't don't fade the heat to me, dumb. Aim on the
0: heat on you. Uh, Jake Cargill, thirtieth win on uh, AW Rampage in Pittsburgh.
1: Um, Jake Cargill's a star, right? Man, geez. Crazy. Yeah, she is. And they're really, you know, the fact they're counting her wins. They're really leaning into this whole Goldberg situation with her. hmm Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh,
0: you know, she is a star. Like, geez, the, from her look to, uh, you know, and she getting better in the ring every, every week that you see. And it's just, like, telling stories like that. Like, her fucking booting Marina Shafir in the face. Like, while she's in a leg lock, that was a story in itself. And that was a lot of fun to watch. It was a fun match.
1: And you know, um, you know, why she's so marketable is because I and Nesha hates Jade, but uh, (laughs) why she's so so marketable is that you could time warp her to the 70s and she's over 80s, she's over. Any, mm-hmm. Name an era. She's over. Yeah, the eighteen hundreds wrestling when it was like in, at a circus. With if the... she shows up to fight one of the dudes, it would be like, "Fuck yes, get that get that lady in here. She's awesome. Get her up against Stan Laws Zabisco. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she's she's
0: got it. That that's what makes her great. I'm excited for her. And um, yeah, they just got to keep riding that wave. Jade's awesome. I love how she's just like, she's kind of like pays attention but she doesn't give a shit either so she's like mark this." <laughs> like it kind of like, with the promo she's like just trash and marina shaffir's like i don't even know who you are mark just say something <laughs> I'm, glad
1: she, I'm glad she's back to being a heel because she's a natural heel because mm-hmm. she's she's so such a like a perfect human you know like she's a great athlete she's beautiful like she's kind of got everything going on she's top for game and wrestling you know so like it makes her very like i can't relate to this person so i dislike her you know what i mean (laughs) uh she's she's not the the common man common woman uh like death day rose baby she's not she's she's not she's uh she's like you know what 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 humans would want to be if they could if they were in control of it so um yeah that's that's why she should be a heel yes uh and like it's just
0: yeah the kind of identity she gives off and like heck i i've said this before like my, my girlfriend that's her favorite wrestler she knows nothing about wrestling she specifically went to aw dynamite to see jade cargill yep and marcus can attest to she just asked her about it
1: on the phone and she was like uh i like jade a lot
0: <laughs> yeah i was like How was
1: i was dynamite and she was like well she's not a wrestling fan but she was like jade is awesome like, <laughs> yeah. well, she is and I mean that speaks volumes. When a casual or non wrestling fan can see this person and be like, "I like this 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 person," that's that's a really really good thing. Marcus, we gotta talk about this real quick. Uh, yeah, I seriously, I gotta even make the fucking
0: Rebellion post. I have not made the Rebellion post yet on, on WrestleZone. You want me to filibuster, dumb? Well, um, I literally have to make the post, so I, I oh, probably... we're gonna we're gonna have to roll out.
1: We're gonna have to roll out. But hey, let's talk... uh, Let the record reflect: this was not me doing this. This was all dumb.
0: Gonna, I, I, actually, this was you, Marcus. And then letting I you, down. letting yes, you, you down. Letting you let me down. Because... No, no, our
1: faithful listeners, you're letting them down.
0: No, 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 no. Now, listen here, Marcus. You wanted to start at 7.15. I wanted to make it work for you. So. Oh,
1: well, it, yeah. certainly we could have
0: covered the rest of Dynamite in 15 minutes. Uh, go ahead, Dominic. <laughs> Marcus, all right. do we see a double turn I fucking on Dynamite here with uh, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conte? And then you got fucking Dan Lambert getting kind of. getting
1: cheered, kind of yes, sort of did. I think that uh, Pittsburgh crowd is a little bit unique though, um, very blue collar region. So <laughs> it's, again, it's, they can they can relate a little bit more to somebody like Dan Lambert than they can to Sammy Navarro. Sammy's laying it on runs. pretty
0: thick. Sammy entirely laying on pretty thick of the yeah, like, you know Cle-
1: clearly it's a turn. Yeah. Um, so he, and again, he should be a heel. He's a natural heel great at being yeah. a heel. uh the whole like sticking his tongue out while he, when he's talking and stuff he doesn't do like the really weird tongue stick out anymore but every once in a while he just like sticks it out when he's like proving a point or whatever yes. um or he says something he thinks is funny and it's like ah it's a hateable kid which is great which uh-huh. is great no uh, he's, he he's a
0: perfect heel he should be a yep. heel yep. and him and ty, yep. i think that's only going to elevate them more once they t- turn full.
1: 100
0: percent ty conti needs to be a heel as well mm-hmm. yes i agree um Shoot, there was something I was going to say. Oh, Brandon Phillips is Jake Cargill's husband. That's awesome. Jay, Brandon Phillips was the Cincinnati Reds' second baseman. Why well, didn't know that. Yeah, pretty awesome. Okay, okay, we got to go. Marcus, uh, what's going on here? Ad hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's, 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 what's going, going on? on? Why don't you let me know? Here. <laughs>
1: Just get over to AdFreeTrial.com. <laughs> try, check out a 10-day free trial of AdFreeShows.com, uh, the best wrestling podcast on the face of the planet. Um, if, even over ours, dumb even over ours. Wow. Uh well, it's, it, obviously. I mean, it's a huge huge network, huge stars. If you become a member at a high enough tier, you get to interact with people like Eric Bischoff, like Arn Anderson, Jeff Jarrett. But uh, I could go down the fucking line, pal. Uh there's uh, not to mention special guests we bring in oftentimes people from AEW, wrestling legends. Um so yes, make sure that you are a part of adfreeshows.com no steven this is all fucking <laughs> i'm burning it? through this shit right now that's <laughs> i i if it were up to me 30 more steven, minutes it's of all this.
0: Marcus's fault.
1: It's 30 me. more minutes of this but i'm fucking burning tires through my my plugs follow me at marcus pd angelo and dominic what kind of bullshit do you have to plug
0: hey marcus it's speaking at free shows it, it if you subscribe at the lowest level you get my daily newsletter of this wrestling with history I Every day, I give you a little, a little uh, this day in history, little factoid article write-up. And it's a
1: lot of fun. I like doing it a lot. By the uh, way, Dominic, one last thing to plug on my end. Go to doublejlive.com. Uh, That's doublejlive.com. Hey, on live.com. on uh, my or, end, or... go to roadoglive.com uh because it's the ain't we great tour 2022 you've got jeff Jarrett, you've got brian road dog james and they're doing live shows baby and it's on tour and guess who's going to be there for all every single damn one of them both me and dominic probably actually just me probably for all of them i don't know if dom's going oh, to make it all of
0: them. not maybe i don't know we don't yeah but yes we'll be uh, we will be there in vegas baby so if you want to you want to gamble with the DeGeneres De- 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 d'angelo brothers we're there yeah yeah there. hit us
1: up no uh, let's hang out in vegas Yes, uh account. but but more importantly check you gotta you gotta go to the show uh because it's two wrestling legends it's the roadie it's it's double j from it, with the hottest heel angle of 1995 in wWF you guys have got to check it out um awesome incredible storytellers hilarious great show um plus you get all kinds of swag you get to meet them you guys gotta go so by all means check out DoubleJLive.com or
0: or roaddoglive.com
1: all right, Dom. Uh, you have anything you want to plug before we get the fuck on uh, out of here? I interviewed Lash Daru, uh for Time
0: Limit Draw. That was, that's on Ad Free Shows. You got to listen to this interview once I get, get it posted and written up. It's awesome. awesome. Lash is he the talks man. Talks so much good stuff, great insight, um, and uh, just a lot of fun background about Lash Theroux, who's been out of the business for 12 years. And Ad Free Shows is basically his back into getting back into the business in the roundabout way.
1: So you do know, got to say dumb. You know, Nesha is over here talking about how uh didn't get to see you for that long. Uh zero mention of getting not getting to see me. Uh Yeah. Well, um, there's a reason for a that, Marcus. Bit. You've hurts kind little, of bit. you've lost goodwill with people. Uh, I have really isolated myself from the from the listeners. Uh-huh. I'll tell yeah. you what, you know, you guys come out to Vegas, I'll I'll give you an autograph. For five dollars probably so, right what, probably what, only five bucks but autograph and photo combo Disgusting. for seven bucks you can get it for me it's only two dollars guys <laughs> <laughs> but hey dom unlikely he'll turn from you there
0: i know right a passive aggressive heel turn all right i gotta go
1: i literally have four minutes to make this uh rebellion post hey dude appreciate you fucking up the end of the podcast hey, here Marcus, and guys you know we'll, we'll catch you next just... week right here oh, on <laughs> two dynamite dudes on a rampage see
0: yeah guys later. see you guys Sorry about the short show.
1: Bye. You're so